Am I think I sound pretty okay. I think we did it. Fucking levels ready clap. to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, clap. sorry. We made you a can peak. See it. Do you see it? No, it's not a peak. The clap is the tiny one. And oh. we're back, everybody. <laughs> it's the year 2020, and we're back. Welcome, everyone, to the 500. The shape of your Rainersville mouth is so podcast. disturbing when you do that. My name is Hector Navarro, and across from me is my good buddy and co-host, Mr. Keller Nablak. Say hi, Keller. It sucks. That's how we're going to do the podcast from now on. <laughs> no. Hector's it's true. like, we need to change it up in 2020. Yeah. So this is his new voice. That's right. We're going full obnoxious <laughs> his, radio guys. I'm not. I'm going to go. I'm the straight man in this. That's true. And Hector's now a shock jock. Hey, you know what I learned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad you got the soundboard, though. I like this movie, but not enough boobies. Like, even, well. if, even if you don't keep the voice, I'm glad <laughs> you the got soundboard. the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime now, anytime I mention a thing I don't like in a movie, I'm gonna go. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that you're pressing random. Yeah, you're, on you're, the table. you have a fake soundboard on the table and you're pressing buttons. Auga. Auga. You're still doing it. <laughs> But it was the same point. Uh, yeah, he was uh, he was consistent. It was great object work. Helped my brain. It helped my brain. Okay, we're great back. Space work. We got that horrible intro out of the way. Yeah. Our guest tonight. You didn't even say what the show's called yet. Yeah, I did. I said it. I said, "Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast." You have to do my a name real one. Is Hector Navarro? Okay, welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast, Year Three. Wow, we're in the what now. We're in. We just broke off a hundo. Hundo. Now we're in the second hundo. Yeah, we're moving on into our second hundo of five, and we're moving on to the new Hundos. a new page in the book. Even are we really? Yeah. Is it turn the page? Yeah. Let's see how many Whoa. pages we've done. Oh my gosh! Count that up. But this is the five hundred greatest films. Going to be more pages than I thought. Podcast. If you haven't heard an episode and you're jumping in with this one, welcome. It's a, it's a show where Keller and I. Keller is my roommate and good buddy, and he's about to say hi. Say hi, Keller Knobloch. Um. We've been watching a movie a week with a guest, and our plan is to do this for 10 years, and we did it for two. So now this is year three, which is insane. We're on their 13th page. 13th page. We're going off of pages that are making up a list from a magazine from the year 2008. This is Empire Magazine. Came Mm -hmm. out with a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. And our guest tonight is a returning guest. Yes, third time. Are you in the Three Timers Club? This is our very first member of the Three Timers Club. (laughs) I don't know what that one was. Oh, will, yeah. This will definitely be the second highlight <laughs> of my year. <laughs> the second. Jesus second. Christ. This is the second highlight. That would highlight. be on our soundboard. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that. So let me introduce you. Our guest tonight is an immensely talented graphic designer and artist and she is a wonderful movie fan and I love talking to her about movies period she's also our roommate and you've essentially been on this journey since the beginning yeah basically you've seen the majority of these movies <laughs> you've sat through the God. pile of shit that we've watched what's what's been but the majority also of been it nice and I haven't had to sit true. through a lot yeah, of true. the shitty ones Chelsea how Pine how do we make you watch any of them right no <laughs> okay I know 
for the record, we do not make our wonderful significant others watch any yes. of these movies. <laughs> uh, but anytime there's one or a cool guest, and you know, they're always welcome to hang out. Chelsea Pine is here. Chelsea, welcome back. Thank you. Three Timers Club. How do you like your Three Timers Club jacket? Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty nice. Custom made. It's pretty retro. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. super soft and satin. The fringe mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we did that. Perfect sizes. It looks great on you. Uh-huh. Yeah. It took about two months to make. Uh, six months to ship. So we've been planning this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ship the books. That's longer than Keller planned Uh-oh. something really special. <laughs> so you keep That's bringing it up. No, I Here's planned a deal. it for a while. Here's the deal. The other fun thing that I knew was going to happen, <laughs> this is fun. The other oh, uh, like fun. amazing thing about doing a podcast over 10 years is like, our lives are going to change. <laughs> <laughs> you get to record it. You get to, yeah. rec- you know, yeah. you get to, you this can, we can. This is reality TV at yeah. its finest. We can listen back on these dumb episodes. Reality radio. Reality radio. And, and since the last time Chelsea's been here, what was the last movie we covered last year? Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. And you guys hadn't at that point become. No. Oh my goodness! No, I think so it might have. When was it? Makes me really happy. We can't. We can't say what it is. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna say. No one how say their lives are different. But no you're one say. Have to guess. No one Someone ever say guess, what yeah. we're talking about. But this but. is this is the first of maybe many. Like we might. I don't know what's gonna happen to us in within ten years time. You know what I mean? What's gonna happen to Keller? And what's gonna happen to Hector? And what's gonna happen to Abby? And what's gonna happen to you and us together? And the first major thing is you guys got fucking engaged. Yep. We did it. How amazing. Look at the size of that it. rock. There's three rocks. Rock. There, there's multiple rocks. Grignac. <laughs> Big old rocks. Um, you're engaged, and it's yep. now a part of this dumb podcast. It's so a part great. of this podcast. Yeah. We could even say it's because of... No, it's not because <laughs> this podcast had nothing to do with it. <laughs> no, but we did talk on the Finding Nemo episode that that was one of our first dates. So. Oh, yeah. We watched Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. So in this, 3D. In, in 3D. In 3D. Thank you, yeah. Chelsea. Thank you're, you, Hector. You're both very special to me, oh. including that film. Likewise, likewise. I'm so, I'm so, We're I'm a real so, family here <laughs> in this house. I'm so happy that this is our first episode is with you, Chelsea, and that we can talk about, you know, Keller life. popping the question in <laughs> life and him getting down on one knee, except he just sort of... I didn't. <laughs> I sat down. I, sit, I sat down on my ass. You spent six months and you had somebody animate a different ending to Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. did. If you, Keller, if you were going to do that, what movie would you pick? To reanimate yeah. the end of? To, Is to that like, a thing that happened as somebody did? Someone reanimated the end of a movie to you propose? You didn't know that? That's like super... Super trending right I'm now. out of yeah. the zeitgeist. You, you know? are. I don't. I don't. As of like two days ago, bro. Get uh, with it. <laughs> I have. I have in my muted words, wedding yeah. proposal, <laughs> <laughs> like all of it. I cannot <laughs> stop getting fucking engagement ring ads. <laughs> Good God. Makes sense. Makes sense. I um, will forever. If you did try to do that very elaborate chicken proposal, run. it'd be chicken. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be DreamWorks and Ardman's chicken, chicken run. I'd make all of them. Hey, <laughs> bust out the fucking clay, y'all. So instead of Mel Gibson voice clay at the end, it would be another clay chicken. It would not be Mel Gibson. <laughs> it would obviously it would turn we would recast Mel Gibson, but we're getting your, Francis McDormand back, be, obviously. And it would be your voice, and you'd be like, Chelsea Pine, will you marry me? And yeah, out of yeah. a chicken, mm-hmm. out of a see, out of a clay. I'm machine. actually gonna go back I'm and be. You didn't go with Charlotte's I'm replacing Mel Gibson in every single one of his movies. Actually, <laughs> is the thing I'm gonna do. I can't wait for Lethal Weapon for you and mm-hmm. Chris Rock. I'm are gonna, gonna be do great. it. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Should he have picked Charlotte's Web? He signed on. No, I mean. Charlotte's web and Charlotte dies. I'll reanimate it. Charlotte lives. And what does she write in the web? Uh, Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a bunch of spider babies that fly (laughs) out of the web. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, <laughs> that's Charlotte's Web. As a Charlotte's Web uh, spider baby face. You, that's arachnophobia <laughs> with Jeff Daniels. That's what that is. No, that's what happens at the end of Charlotte's <laughs> Web. She dies, and then all of yeah. her spider babies hatch. And yeah. it's supposed to be some beautiful moment. And yeah. it's like, those are a bunch of fucking scary ass spiders. <laughs> <laughs> and all that spider did use her amazing talent of understanding human English. And all she did was highlight this pig. And help she, everybody relate to each other. She I was guess. the true... Uh, Jesus yeah. of yeah. the story. She's the Jesus of the story. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I guess She so. gave her life. And but she came who back is the Jesus the... of tonight's story? Is it Edna? Uh, is it... Well, it's obviously a, um, da- Dash because he can run on water. He runs on water. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the only one. The oh, thank the you, Chelsea. The only one mm-hmm. who could make a force fail. <laughs> who could stretch? Who could go invisible? <laughs> <laughs> who could stretch and hold up who a minivan? Who could their bellies in a rocket? Who could? <laughs> who could design an Omni Droid? No, I'm just now I'm picking side characters. The only one who could own the insurance company <laughs> <laughs> and be a real dick about it, <laughs> be a real dick about, it. and be is, voiced by Wallace Shawn is oh, our Lord and Savior Jesus, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are going to talk tonight about a movie, and then we're going to get the first ever third contributing pick to our custom yes. list. Oh, this will be your second Pixar movie too. Yeah, because yeah. she did yeah. Finding yeah. Nemo. So mm-hmm. I feel like if there's any other Pixar's, we might have to keep bringing Chelsea back. We have an expert. Lock it down. Yeah. Pixar expert. you got to come back for Cars 2. They're called <laughs> Pixperts. Pixperts. Mm-hmm. That's a good name. Pixperts. Yeah. You know how they have Imagineers? They also have Pixperts. Or Is that real? It, that exclusively. Is this a real thing? <laughs> yeah, but no. Um, <laughs> that's not a real thing. I made it up. Uh, so a couple traditions. We're all familiar. So Keller, let's just get through that first one. First tradition on the podcast, what movie are we talking about tonight, brother? You have to say what it is. Oh, we talked about it already. Yeah. Okay. I say what movie, and then the, you, this is the reveal, if people already don't know. I hope people know. What movie are we talking about, good sir? 400. The Incredibles. Wow. 2004. Director Bradley Burdington. <laughs> One of the best superhero movies of recent years. A kind of watchman with gags. Ugh. This fizzes by on pure invention, <laughs> great jokes, and a real affection for the retro 60s styling it's aping. I can see why you, before we started, you were like, I might take umbridge. Dolores Umbridge, Dolores with, umbridge. <laughs> with, some of this, uh, umbridge. with some of this blurb, only because... This magazine must not tell lies. It, now listen. It, <laughs> Guys, this makes it more topical than ever. Yes. Description. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it's 2020 now. Last year, maybe the best TV show of last year, at least that I saw, Watchmen, mm-hmm. right? Bringing it back to that. Um, and I, and I, you can't forget, this is 2008. And superhero movies, period, have become so different. We've had Spider-Verse. We've had the Avengers, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Avengers Endgame, you know, Wonder Woman, Black Panther, these types of that movies. That first statement's still true, though. One it of the is. best superhero movies. And they say in recent years, and I would agree. And I think that, I think this movie gets better with age. I think that the more the years go by, the more it's like, man, it's a solid, there's no, there's things about it that do not date it, mm-hmm. even though they are dated, mm-hmm. like the technology. Like, it still is so timeless and mm-hmm. and and even good superhero movies even like Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight from 2008 
is going to be dated if it isn't already. It probably is already. It probably will probably pop it in right now. We'll be like, this is so mid two thousand. Like, like that's. I'm using the power of the internet. It's probably Something how it. Like yeah, <laughs> Lucius, I have to use the. The World Wide Web, that's self, too much. What, you know, whatever it may be, but... Um, you have to get online? The other thing that I take Dolores Umbridge with is when they bring up Watchmen, the new TV show added a lot of depth to the world of Watchmen, but even then, it said it's like Watchmen, but with gags. And I'm like, no. Really. But interestingly, this magazine is only mentioning the original comic book, not the Zack Snyder movie, because that's 2009. Uh-huh. So that Watchmen doesn't even exist. Come out. Doesn't even exist according Are to this they, magazine. Okay. Is it because okay. like you talked about this was the first PG animated I think, film? I and, think like, the main uh, they acknowledge that they kill people the is main, that they made new characters. The main comparison is. Oh, that's a good point too. Is that Watchmen? And that characters are dying. Even though it's published by DC Comics, they don't have DC superheroes. It's like new original characters. But I think that the biggest comparison, honestly, between Watchmen and Incredibles is just that story point of at one point superheroes become outlawed by the government. Yeah. Oh. That whole thing in the beginning, after the Golden Age, and they become and they have to go into retirement, and that is so important and vital to the Watchmen story mm-hmm. but so I think I get what they're saying yes but, but I think that I think that when you say it's like Watchmen with gags it does kind of like dismiss and diminish what Incredibles does which to me is it's it, a superhero family it, it does have that that it doesn't that, acknowledge that at all exactly but. it has that story element that Watchmen thing or the the superheroes kind of going into retirement and that's also similar to Watchmen didn't create that that was something like DC Comics themselves had done with their but World then retired characters, characters start dying which is also a thing that happens in Watchmen that's though. true that is that is very true um but like you said Keller Incredibles it goes right into family like drama and f- and that's and, the way it begins. That's the way it begins. Well, not it begins with the wedding thing. The golden but age. Then, yeah. It begins with that. But we get to the meat of the movie is just like uh, domestic life drama. That's all with superpowers. You need to intervene, Bob. You want me to intervene? You know, like that's all it is. And then it turns into a James Bond spy movie. But the whole the whole center section of that is such good writing, perfect writing. Perfect character acting, perfect um, animation to to enhance perfect that acting. exposition, like I, just in uh, little moments. Those little, yeah, those little things. Um, it, perfect tone. It's just everything is so perfect. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in Watchmen is diff- it's different because the original comic book was like the superheroes retire and then it follows those five fucked up characters like Doctor Manhattan and and Silk Spectre and yeah. Rorschach. And there's no, and it's just like that mystery kind of edgy adult characters. I wish are, there was a Rorschach in this. That yeah. was like just grumbling about everything <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so we'll start with Chelsea's overall thoughts. We said, "Hey, would you like to do Incredibles?" You said, "Yes." Yes. Why? Um, Why didn't you go? No. So I I've heard from other guests that it's fun to do something that you haven't seen. So I was throwing around doing Garden State. Mm. That, yeah, because yeah. you're a Zach Braff fan. <laughs> yeah, might not be now. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to be a Zach Braff <laughs> fan, which is fair. Scrubs, Scrubs is great. Yes. One of the sitcoms of a generation. You know what's not great? Twenty four year old girlfriend. Twenty four year old girlfriend, and you're forty four years of age. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great. It's not great. It's not the worst thing, it's I not guess. Not- it's not They're illegal. not. I mean, I don't know the details. We I can't judge details. people, but like, it, from the outside, it doesn't look as bad as <sighs> fucking Elon Musk. But you know, whatever. Yeah, what's that? What's his I deal? Don't, I don't know. Grimes. I his his girlfriend is named 
Sludge? What's his Gr- girlfriend? Grimes. 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 She's it's younger a than me. A Pokemon? She's yeah. younger than you? Yeah. And she's pregnant. And he's 50? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Well, just okay, like so incredibles. I was deciding. <laughs> How, what's their age gap? Uh, one year. Holly. Helen is older. <laughs> Holly, Holly Hunter's older. I could look. You want me to look up Holly Hunter and Craig T. Nelson's age? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll do it. It's probably no. fine. Uh, probably. It's probably. I don't know. I the think Craig T. Nelson might be quite a bit older. Whoever did the voice of Honey and then Sam Jackson, like that might be, because Sam Jackson's yeah. an older fella, mm-hmm. so that True. might be a little like, but maybe Honey's the same. I don't know. I don't know. But you were saying you thought overall about doing, thoughts. You thought about yeah. doing oh, a yeah. movie you'd never, never seen. seen, which sounded cool too. But then thinking back to also doing Finding Nemo and just how much how much influence this has by a lot of different 60s culture, I really like that as well. And I've recently uh, rediscovered my love of mid-century mm-hmm. architecture for multiple reasons. But And then once I did a little search on the internet, all the like design ties it has to this film is really incredible. So I think yeah. that was a really big draw for me. Yeah. You were obsessed with the, the art design of this film. Mm-hmm. And it's, this is a movie we've all seen multiple times. And as the movie was playing, you stood up and <laughs> walked over to the TV and you were looking at the details in the house. And the textures yeah, yeah. of in, the or like there's a shoe fabric box on and the... stuff. Yeah. In Helen's bedroom, you're like, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like all the furniture, all the mm-hmm. design. The TV set with the knobs and everything that's gorgeous. mid-century, but also 60s. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And I don't know if recently moving in with you guys into this house i think you might be architecture fans as well but yeah. like yeah not as much as you no but no. you know you I and mean, Abby are, you could you say have, we kind of live in an incredibles house totally yeah, yeah. totally because every so. time somebody comes over they're like incredible this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. This is incredible yeah this yeah. is but the Incredibles. All we're missing, <laughs> the Incredibles. All we're missing is... We definitely have one we, of those sunken living rooms that yes. we were talking about from the 60s. We do have a dark room where all of our costumes are. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All of our trophies. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh-huh. Our closets convert. They turn. Yeah. But yeah, just the details and the architecture are huge for me. And growing up in an Eichler house as well. Um, which what is I, that? So that's a specific... Uh, it's designer almost like those houses were. It was. I actually like looked. 70s, so kind of. The, it was from 50, 1950 to 1974 were these cool. developments that were, um, they were like tract homes, but they were uh, developed and designed by uh, an architect named Joseph Eichler. Mm-hmm. So there are pockets of them in Northern California and probably also why like Pixar being in Emeryville, the Bay Area mm. had like, once I saw that, I was like, wow. oh, I thought this was a mid-century 60s thing, but it really is almost an a replica of an Eichler home. So mm-hmm. there's pockets in the Bay Area and there's pockets in Southern California and that's about all. Um, but they're incredible houses and there's so much so many shapes and so much light. So mm-hmm. they really chose the right style to work with for this. Yeah. Uh, great geometry in those houses. Mm-hmm. If I'm kind of picturing the right, is it almost like a Brady Bunch house or no? It doesn't have two no. stories like gotcha, that. Gotcha. Gotcha. No. no, but like the way, uh, it was like a V. Yeah. I it's love almost that. like an A. The, the, the they just inverted house. the angle. Yeah. That's so cool. The Eichler style, the, the components that are very, Iconic. Um, iconic. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the word. Chelsea, did you ever uh, like study to be an architect? No. 
Did you ever consider it? No. Really? But my it's dad designed. Did. Like, it's designed. My yeah. dad um, always wanted to be an architect and then cool. ended up being a graphic designer and I'm a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, and so it's just been a fascination. Yeah. A passion. Yeah. You made some Incredibles posters. I did. That's, what? So I have <clears throat> part of my portfolio. Um, I kind of explored illustration styles that I had never done before. And I did a series of Eichler's ho- Eichler houses, cool. which I did one for my parents. So their house, uh, they have a, a print of that. In oh yeah, house. I saw those. Those yeah, are yeah, yeah. awesome. So that, that, that's the Eichler style. I love those. And prints. then also there was a really cool, um, thing that Adobe did when the Bauhaus, um, they like re-released Bauhaus posters and fonts and stuff from mm-hmm. that. Is that a designer person or an architect? Bauhaus is like a whole movement that came from Europe, like primarily Germany, I think, and Switzerland. This like very geometric design style. Mm. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, Bauhaus. Bauhaus. Edna knows. Um, yes. Yeah. So honestly, Edna probably would have been a part of it because yeah. it wasn't just like graphic design. It was like... Furniture design and fashion design, product and design and fashion cool. design. Edna's house is fucking bonkers. Yeah, dude. it is. Yeah, wow. Oh my god. I, I, yeah, yeah. The design of everything in this but damn yeah. movie, like when Edna's house where it has the giant Roman statue, yeah. Greek mm-hmm. statue wall thing. Which are like, you know, it's just great because it's the like... The lava wall that would for sure murder you. <laughs> okay. That's not Edna's that, house. But it's not Edna's house, but yeah. still, come on. Syndrome's house. But then Syndrome's we also house. notice, because it, it does seem to hold up and be a perfect film, but there are other things, like when you get up close to the screen again, you can see there's a lack of detail and there is an mm-hmm. obvious shift in animation styles over the last, what, 14, Listen, 15 years? Not just styles, but just the technology yeah, yeah, alone. Yeah. Just like, like, I'm, like I was saying... This movie is not dated, but you can, if, if you know and love and study animated films mm-hmm. throughout history, even from 1995's first Toy Story to 1999 Toy Story 2, there's like a drastic yeah. upgrade in, in just like the quality, quality. of like the, 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 um, the figures themselves, mm-hmm. like, the, like the models and then the backgrounds, the texturing, mm-hmm. all that shit that's just like technology constantly improving. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when you watch Incredibles... You'll notice that when they're running around on the streets of Metroville, it's like it's pretty sparse. There's not mm-hmm. that many civilians. There's not that you know. Then you pop in Incredibles two, which takes place literally seconds. You know, and as they it. just have a program that can populate yeah. that world <laughs> for them, and it's right. just like, and everything just looks stunning. Yeah, stunning. And even in the Pixar movies that you feel like you wouldn't notice, the Pixar sequels, I should say, that you wouldn't notice as much. Even with something like Monsters, Inc. to Monsters University, you can still catch moments in Monsters University and you go, damn, how'd they do that? That's really good. This is all CG? Wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. They got this new program that makes them do like blobs or makes them do water better yeah. or makes them do hair better or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. So Incredibles 2 is another great and example And it is just of, such a huge yeah. jump in... Years and te- years. Yeah, absolutely. What, 15 so, years between movies? And, and the, so then the challenge becomes, how do you make the new characters for Incredibles 2 not be too good looking because yeah. they still have to look like the characters from Incredibles 1 and thankfully those characters and the houses and the backgrounds and the design and everything has that style mm-hmm. so you could lean into that style and the you know the the big jaw for Bob Parr and and the the sort of like super skinny waist for like Violet and those it you know it does seem more like the lighting and texture yeah. and and like the detail, like <clears throat> for example, like you noticed on the street, there weren't as many people. So mm-hmm. they just 
are able to add more layers now, especially that they have a base of the world that they created 15 years ago. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like the, yep. the skyline itself sometimes looks like it's a drag and drop from like a template. Mm-hmm. And so they had that so they could build layers on top of mm-hmm. that now with new technology, which is really cool. Yeah. But even so, even with Incredibles 2 being more advanced Mm -hmm. we also kind of compared it to spider-verse yeah and we wanted to watch incredibles 2 right after but honestly (laughs) spider-verse would be a better one to watch yeah i mean incredibles 2 i think is better than incredibles 1 i did get up a couple of times from this movie and kind of got distracted sure so that's why i feel like the second one yeah just holds you more so that story is more interesting let's all answer that question which one's better incredibles one or incredibles two we're all in agreement they're both great yes and they're close difficult for me yes i think it comes down to preference i think that it's tough to say one is objectively better because that's impossible but even if you try to be like this this you know maybe i think the first one might be a better movie but the first one as we were going through it it's like it's mostly bob's movie yeah he's the one that undergoes all the growth really and in the sequel bob still goes through a change but helen has more to do mm-hmm. dash has more to like there's it's more of that sort of family dynamic versus like this is a story about a guy who's going off and doing his own thing and then his wife thinks he's cheating and then it's them coming together in this incredible adventure like the second one is they're all doing their own thing and dealing with new characters and they're really interesting characters and um I think I might prefer the second one too, just for a dumb surface level reason. It's in 3D. It's in 3D. <laughs> it's, it's in 3D. The first one isn't. They it never put so it. Good. And it looks so good when Dash is running through all of Void's holes. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's bonkers. It I looks forgot about that. Amazing. And the Jack Jack scene with the raccoon is the funniest shit. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so pointless, but it's so <laughs> funny. It what, has to, yeah. What story do you like better, Color? Yeah, one or two. I don't know. Just, I don't I mean, like. You don't I don't like, like Bob. Neither okay. of them. Mm-hmm. Bob kind of sucks in yeah. both of them, and in part two, but Helen Bob gets sucks a motorcycle. more in the second <laughs> one, which does you hurt think? it for me. How Bob he, sucks how, more in the second. How does he one. suck more in the second? They one? Just he's just more. such a selfish little baby in the second. What are you one. talking? He stays home. He's the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, and he's mad about it mm-hmm. the whole time. Sure. Mm-hmm. They show more of the like toxic it. masculinity, but they don't do it in a way I think that yeah. could have been that they could have. What's the right word? That like constructive. Was 2018. When did it come out? 2018? 20, 2017? Yeah. 18, 2018, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In a 2018 way. But I know they've yeah. been working on it for a while. But sure. it just... And also, it's supposed to be the pseudo 60s. And it's right. a, you know, and, and in Incredibles 2, you have like... Um, uh, oh my God! What's what's the actress's name? Uh, I'm completely blanking from uh, from Get Out. She voices uh, the the female villain in the movie. She voices the oh, character... Oh, the mom. Uh, no, no, not the mom, the sister who ends up befriending, I'm talking about Incredibles 2, who ends up befriending Helen. Um, what's oh, it? What's Ka- the, uh, yes. Catherine Keener. The mom in Get Out. Yeah. Sorry, yes, the yeah. mom <laughs> in Get Out. I'm I was like, like, wait, yeah. No, she's not a mom in Incredibles 2. She's the sister. Um, <laughs> yeah, Catherine Keener. Mm-hmm. She uh, has a really, really great character and I think is really, really interesting. Um, and uh, I think that like her character there kind of like shows some of the the times are changing kind of a kind of a thing for the pseudo 60s um hmm. power 
How many? How much you got? Uh, uh, no, maybe, possibly, okay, we'll maybe. See what happens. We'll keep our eye on okay. it. We'll keep our eye on it. We're talking about the battery level anyway, for everybody who I know for my to laptop. Know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what I was going to say was, um, Bob. They have him. They portray him as being pig-headed in both movies. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, it's not to a point where you go, God, this guy is like irredeemable. Like it True. still feels like he's a guy who comes from a certain time mm-hmm. and kind of just doesn't know. It, it it he's selfish, but especially after just watching the first one, like he's talking about doing the greater good, and I believe that he does believe in that. But also, what he why he's pigheaded is he doesn't admit he gets something out of it. Mm-hmm. He can't see that he's being selfish. He can't see that the glory days. It's glorious for him. Mm-hmm. It's not just helping people and saving lives. But you do believe that Bob does give a shit when he's trying mm-hmm. to help people and save lives and. So, um, yeah, I think they just they just are able to do that so good. We're watching the movie, and at the end, I told these guys, this movie is everything great about superhero stories, and it's not even Marvel or DC. Mm-hmm. And it's able to take the best of those worlds and put it in a two-hour movie. It's fantastic. Chelsea, any other final thoughts for The Incredibles? I don't think so. I mean, again, my perspective is, is always from design and art, and mm-hmm. I just it's still awesome. And there's so much detail and love that they put into these. Um, I still think the detail in finding Nemo is better, mm. but you know why? Cause it might be a little bit more realistic of a world. Like it's you know, cause the mm. fish are stylized, but they're fish, mm-hmm. but then they're like in the ocean mm-hmm. and the ocean's like real. Like they're right. trying and to they go have for... something to, mo- well, I mean you have a yeah. house to model it off of, right? but, but there's they... just so much more depth to it. And, Finding Nemo was after the incredible? a year before. Oh, a year before. Before the a year before the two thousand three. Oh, so that's, that's interesting to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nemo looks better. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you guys they might, all have I, their own. You things. might be right. Also, Nemo they they reput into three D and it looks incredible. It looks <laughs> incredible. <laughs> and that came out a year before. What the fuck? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I really wish they would have would have put that first one. If, we'll talk to them. I think that if the if people had responded more positively to Toy Story one and two up. And Wally being put into 3D, then they would have gone back and done mm-hmm. them all. Did you get all those in 3D? I still need to get up and Wally. I'll get them. Okay. Those are okay. next. Okay. Those are next. But all I just right. got Hobbs and Shaw, bro. And you got Monsters Inc. <laughs> and I got the Monsters, both of Mo- them. Yeah. Monsters Inc. You got the oh, Monsters. Wait. Well, and then one final for the final thought. One mm-hmm. final thought. Um, the first thing I noticed that I hadn't noticed before in Incredibles was the like the initial scene is pretty much Helen and they like you were saying Bob this is this is Bob's story but I think that there is a storyline there with her and setting that she doesn't really need the growth she is a Mm -hmm. badass inherently Mm -hmm. and you can't leave it up to the men to save the world they set that very early and everyone just kind of glosses over that Mm -hmm. Um, but it's pretty powerful I, I agree. Considering and, she essentially saves the world right. for I everybody. Agree. She saves yeah. Bob's ass. And I think if the if the joke is or the story like the interesting story hook is supposed to be, here's a character who we're gonna tell you is fiercely independent. Mm-hmm. And in the following scene, we're gonna reveal that she has like a sort of a flirty relationship mm-hmm. with Mr. Incredible when they're crime fighting. And then in the following scene we're gonna reveal they're already about to get married and they were just kind of flirting with each other because they're into each other. And at the wedding, about to get married. it's about to get married. <laughs> and at the wedding, which by the oh, way, just like me. Yeah. Us. Yeah. This is the first time you guys, guys we're fucking into each other. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time you guys have seen this movie mm-hmm. while being engaged. So oh, yeah. Totally, oh yeah. So it's oh, totally God. different. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Totally different movie. Totally new lens. 
Yeah, you watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> That's now, why I like this be one like, better. Oh my be god! Like, Whoa! We're like mm-hmm. Marlon's in love with Dory. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's um, not what I read into it. But if if that if that <laughs> joke is supposed to be that sort of like they have weird babies juxtaposition, who Marlon and Dory? <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> what would that be? Bla- it would just be a blue, blue clownfish. Yeah. Oh, I, want, I have cool. that. I have that coloring book. I can uh, see what oh, it looks yeah. like. Can you do that? Can you color <laughs> yeah. Nemo? You guys remember a... when Miss Piggy and Kermit had babies in Muppet State? Half Manhattan? of them are pigs and half of them are frogs. They had fucking green pigs. No, they didn't. Pink frogs. Yeah, they did. No. Weird. That's awesome. It was weird. It that's was, a good choice. It was interesting. If you're gonna have to pick how mm-hmm. to do it, that's a good choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the, I think they did both. Like, like a pink pigs, frog frogs. that has a little curly Wait, cute tail. <laughs> the Muppets take Manhattan. Oh. They all snort when they laugh. It was a dream sequence because I don't think oh. that they wanted to commit. It's in Muppets Take Manhattan. Muppets take oh, Manhattan. Oh yeah, they can't oh, make that canonical. Oh, I'm thinking Christmas Carol mm-hmm. where they're married. And Who they has just the dream? Frogs and pigs. in those movies, they're all they're like playing other characters. Who like has the never, dream in Muppets oh, yeah. in Manhattan? I think it's Miss Piggy singing. Miss Piggy singing. Is she yeah. the one dreaming it? Yes. So Miss Piggy is imagining, she's trying to figure out what the fuck her kids would look like in her own mind. I mean, okay. doesn't everybody, when yeah. they're in love, figure mm-hmm. out what the fuck weird little mutant Not babies Not everyone you... thinks about That's children. True. That's no. very true. Yeah. And, and and also to that point, Guys, Miss Piggy started, I think, thinking with... The world's that's, on fire. That's where... Uh, <laughs> don't have children. How about yours? World's on fire. How about yours? Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie Muppets Take Manhattan also introduced um, Muppet Babies before the cartoon show. That's where that dream sequence came from. Is they is I think again it was Piggy and Kermit singing like like what if we were friends when we were friends? <laughs> I can't do it. Hector sick, so he can't do his Miss Piggy I can't right do now. Do my classic Guys, Miss Piggy. I just need everybody to fucking know <laughs> what if nope Hector's <clears throat> normally. Got a fucking flawless Miss Piggy. His Miss Piggy is like, he's kind of like, oh, Kermy. That's pretty good. You got to not go any further. Bad. Give no, us Kermie your Kermy, though. Um, hey, hey, Piggy. Fozzie. Ah, waka, waka. <laughs> that was no. pretty good. Oh, now right. do Gonzo. I'm, I'm an alien. Uh, that was pretty good. He does say that all the time. <laughs> Camilla. I fucked a chicken named Camilla, but oh, I, I love her. Tell, I thought you were, he was telling what? Camilla that he fucks chickens. <laughs> Camilla. Hey, Camilla knows. Camilla, <laughs> I am a chicken fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you. Yeah. Chicken fucker. That's animal. Oh, he does yell chicken fucker. He does. All the no, time. I love the What was your Muppets. point before you said chicken fucker? My point was... Miss Piggy was fantasizing about if they had. <laughs> That's not no, even the point. No, what they were babies. Yeah, before Muppets in Manhattan. The point of this was. I if, ruined that. If the joke. I needed to know the logistics behind the or babies. The story point reason was to show her as independent and then cut to they're already in a relationship as kind of like a. Excuse me, that voice messed me up. It's kind of like a, haha, isn't this funny that we introduced the character one way and now we're just going to cut to like the years into their relationship, mm-hmm. meaning we're not going to, we're just going to assume that like this is how much they love each other and this is how good of a guy Bob must be if this woman who's very independent can sound like this in the beginning and then go, if we're going to do this, if we're going to get married, I need you to understand. Do you understand? I do. And then they get married. The problem is, is like, does the movie The Incredibles show enough why Helen loves Bob? Because we know why Bob loves Helen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Helen is an, a phenomenal human being. Like, what great are the mom. reasons to stay in this? Like, what? It, I mean, it sounds really 
or what Weird, were the reasons? Yeah, you have to get something out of it. What Your were the needs reasons? Met. Yeah, what were the reasons that they fell in love in the beginning? Because again, we don't technically see that. We we basically cut right to uh, they're all basically already married because yeah. they're talking to each other as if they're married when they're at the altar. And and just as seen before, they were flirty and pretending to be sort of single and like they didn't know each other. Are you doing anything later? I have a prior engagement. And then she whips away and he gets all horny about it. So, And we don't ever see the conversation that Helen and Bob have right. later in their bedroom. It's like, hey, Bob, what the fuck was all of that shit, man? They don't give us that conversation. Yeah. The they winning? don't show us. No, after this movie's over. It's when, uh, oh. like, because they're mad, but then they get over it right. for the moment because Where she goes, hey, they're fighting together. You were hugging and yeah. talking to that woman, Mirage. What's the deal? Like, yeah. They never have that. They don't have that yeah. conversation. They don't have the, hey, you've been fucking bailing for the last two months to go mm-hmm. do this shit. So I and guess I had to come save your con- ass. They don't show that yeah. five minute scene. Conceivably, somewhere in the three months later, after the events of the movie, to where they go to Dash's uh, track meet. I hope maybe they had that conversation. I'm, it seems I, they have. I know none of you care. I know none of you care, but none I have. Us a, I have. Who's none of us? But both of you. I know okay. both of you do not care. But I have a book that was written for like kids, like middle school level. Mm-hmm. That's about Elastigirl before. Does it fill out the end of the story? No, but it's about Elastigirl before she gets with Sounds Bob. Sounds like my reading level. And, and <laughs> it was great. I listened to the Michael Giacchino score, which is perfect while reading it. It was great, but. Oh, yeah, they really they they establish a couple things. She rides a motorcycle. Yep. When she's like a solo superhero, which is why in Incredibles two she gets a bike back. And the second thing is she meets Mister Incredible in superhero guise and doesn't like him because he's arrogant. Then she meets Bob Parr like civilian oh. when she's in civilian guise, and she immediately recognizes kind of him. no. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's those like, masks do nothing, guys. You're Mister Incredible. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Most better. prominent chin I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, but he meets, she meets him as Bob and she's kind of like, this guy seems like a dick, but he also seems kind of like a good dude. Cause he was like helping an old lady shopping just mm. like at a grocery store, like some kind of weird, like no stakes thing or whatever. Like he was helping somebody. So the book ends with them maybe like learning each other's identity and her coming around to like, well, maybe this Mr. Incredible guy is more than just this arrogant, I can do everything and I think I'm hot shit guy. And it's like those kinds of feelings I feel like aren't really in any part of this movie. It mm-hmm. just cuts right to married with kids. True. Mm-hmm. Which is fine because it was an awesome story, but... You know, it almost falls into that sitcom thing of like, this guy's kind of a dick and kind of schlubby, and the wife is wonderful and beautiful. Yeah. Why are they to get like that? Whole yeah, sitcom thing. Mm-hmm. So. And we still don't really break that in Incredibles too. You're right. That's why I feel like it's a little, it misses the mark a little bit for 2018, but mm-hmm. it's still a very, it's a engrossing story mm-hmm. because it's still that. Um, I don't know. We still needed her point of view. Absolutely. I yeah. Think basically, because in Incredibles 2, it's like, oh, Bob hasn't fucking learned anything, <laughs> is what we basically right, right. see. Because he's real pig-headed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fantastic. Keller, final thoughts, overall thoughts, The Incredibles. Good movies. They should exist, and I'm glad they do. <laughs> Same. Same. You ask me my ranking, I feel like right now, Incredibles 2 might be my number three, and then Incredibles 1 might be my number four. Of my Pixar rankings. Oh. Yeah. And number one and two are Coco and Toy Story 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the Incredibles movies. Um, okay, fair. They're, they're great. 
They're so good that when they came out, somebody asked Stan Lee what he thought of them, and he said, you know, it feels like I wrote it. That's how good those movies are. Because he took credit for it? <laughs> yes, yeah, because yeah. Stan Lee took credit for it. No, because they're so tapped into like what made Marvel Comics in the 60s mm-hmm. good. What makes all superhero comics good when they're good? Uh, especially with like the Fantastic Four family dynamic, that it's going to be so hard for Marvel to make a Fantastic Four movie because it's just Incredibles. Honestly, that's just that's all. That's what it is. Except with four adults and not like kid unit characters. But, kid unit. Yeah, two point five children. Kid um, unit characters. Nearly a perfect movie. I can't think of much to fault for it. It's so good. It is. I think I also prefer Incredibles too. But really, as they're a package deal, one two punch. Yeah. Great double feature. We did notice the first brown people mm-hmm. in Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. Mirage, oh, yeah, true. Frozone, great character, so fun. Like we know all these lines, all the jokes, and they're so fu- you know, and they're funny. Why? Because the acting and the performances of these animated characters are so good. When when Bob's like, oh, Gazer Beam, he had a great look with the cape, and the, and he's moving his hands, and it just it feeds. It's so Leans natural. It, it yeah. feeds right or into Edna. Or just like Edna. even no the capes. extras that they have acting and reacting, like when they're all uh, <laughs> on, cheering on, on, on Dash, but they're like, but don't go too fast, but don't go too fast. One of the dads Make is just like, close. what the fuck second, are you talking get about? Get second, go for second, <laughs> yeah, yeah. go for second. <laughs> yeah, that dad's face, where he's like, what? <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah, I think all the animation is just fantastic, man. Um. And this is the first time the human race saw an iPad. So that's pretty cool. The first time the entire human race. <laughs> that's back when Steve Jobs was still on the board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pixar. He's like, he hey, like, you know what? You know Why don't cool? you uh, sneak this into uh, the yeah. Incredibles movies? We'll see how people <laughs> feel about it. And then I'm like, I'll make one. I'm Steve Jobs. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he squeaked away. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, everybody. One more I thing. Feel, I feel like I've seen some <laughs> keynotes Steve. with Steve Jobs. And I that's don't know. This is this is they all there. I found this is a spot on impression. Yeah, what are you talking I need about? To yeah. it's really good. Mm-hmm. Hector's been working on remember it. A when, while. Remember when he? Oh my god, that famous keynote where he was like, "I'm an iPod." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's fa- favorite. It's yeah. a crack wheel. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. I'm Steve Jobs. I made a poopy in my pants and I made an iPod. It's the funniest. What? He's so cool. What? He's innovative. What? Innovation technology. I Steve Jobs. <laughs> oh, May man. he rest in peace. <laughs> impersonation ever. Hey, we, you know. Like, honestly, fuck you, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Both Ashton. of you. Um, give us a couple months. Our impressions are going to get better, but we're just oh, getting We're working it. on it. We're working, we're working over being sick. We're working we're on, on the kids. Getting Here's... over being sick. Um, yeah, it's God. normally really good, but I we love, were sick. I love this movie. It's great. Do you guys have a favorite Incredible? Because I think when I was younger, I was like, Dash is the best. Dash mm. is such a just a beam of joy every time I watch the movie. He's so good. And he's funny. I think my favorite might be Bob. Really? Yeah, because he's just like, all of the, first of all, all the superpowers are perfectly used in the story. Mm-hmm. The superpowers help the characters. Mm-hmm. Domesticating the superpowers. Yeah, perfect. The way that. It's great. Yeah. The, First the car and I got to fix the plate. What's wrong with the car? Uh, Him yeah. slamming the car door. Yeah. Getting mad wanting to throw the car. The little think, kid on the tricycle. I think just all the stuff. Was with, that little kid on the tricycle squirt? I swear it's the same voice. <laughs> the voice? Uh, possibly. It's a pretty generic little kid voice. Yeah. <laughs> well, but he, they also have the same like dude mm-hmm. bro. That's true. That true. was so totally awesome. Let me look up. 
I'm going to in real time use my phone internet. Let's see. Incredibles. In real can't. time use your phone internet. Kid, but kid I, on bike. I can't decide between uh, Elastigirl and Edna. Yeah, Edna's but my I had, favorite. I had never Edna. thought of Edna the way that I didn't know that was a thing, the way that she's portrayed or written as an Asian character, but it's Brad Bird's voice. But yeah. is it like is it on the verge of weird? I don't, yeah. But we also uh, were no, like, it's kind of German. I thought it was like, supposed if to be it's a German Bauhaus-y, lady this whole time. Mid-century influence. Like a Swedish, European, Danish, super, yeah. Danish furniture. No, oh, it's, it is. It's. And it's the son of director Brad Bird. That's the voice so is Nicholas Bird, who performed the voices of Squirt and the kid on the bike named Rusty McAllister in The Incredible. Damn. Damn. Yeah, his, you are. His older brother, Michael Bird, voiced Tony Reinger in The Incredibles. That's oh why we had God. you back. That's why we had you That's back. That's the connective tissue. Pixbert. That is. Pixbert. Pixbert, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Pixbert. Um, sorry, you were saying? Uh, I don't. Just is that on the verge of weird Edna's character? Well, let's talk about this because there's no, like, it's tough because was that it? Was that the plan going in? Like, yeah, you were or, saying no. that. What was no. it? Or did Brad Bird just do a voice and they're just like... I think it was... I need to look it up, but I think I remember reading and kind of learning about the movie back in the day that it was like, yeah, Brad Bird did like a scratch track. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of... Like, it's so funny. We have to keep it. And they were like, we can't find anybody better. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was Brad going, I want something that sounds like this. Mm-hmm. And they were like, you just do it. That's like, what, it, that's what, what it was. That yeah. level of... Which I'm not mad at because that's the director being a director and that's them like finding the right person for the job. Um, but the character's say, design though, that's yeah. when it comes in. Cause if the voice came first before they designed the character, right? It's a very ambiguous voice in because very, it is a man doing a woman that correct. sounds kind of European, kind of with a deep Southeast voice, Asian, yeah. you know, I remember the first I time know. I remember the first time I heard that voice in the movie, I was also like, wait, like who is who is the real life performer behind this voice? I didn't know if it was a man, a woman. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know what the what the the gender of the performer was. And it's not that it mattered, but it's like it's you're right. It's all kind it's of ambiguous. An ambiguous. Yeah. And the the weird thing is is and again I don't know if the character is like coded or rather intended to be Asian or any ethnicity other than white uh, in anything. That, and I'm like maybe something in The Incredibles like book or comic book or wiki or something somewhere something says that something so it's tricky because like on the one hand computers on the one hand it's like okay Did someone just write that in that is that cool that there's an asian character in this it's like a beloved character who happens to be an asian woman right like and we see that on screen is that cool is there a side of that that's good if, if that is supposed to be the case i don't know i'm, I'm not saying yes i'm not saying no and then the thing goes it's not like it's a they're doing a stereotypical performance. Absolutely or not. It's not God. It's not Mickey Rooney. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? It's none of that. Mm-hmm. So that comes oh, into man. the other aspect. Calling back to Chelsea's first, first, one. first episode. Oh, wow. <laughs> Breakfast at Tiff. Taking wow. it all the way back. Full circle. Um, but, but it goes to that <laughs> thing of it's tricky when you have characters in movies and TV shows that are conceivably American citizens, right, of the United States of America, but they're an ethnicity that's not white. So it's like, okay, we all kind of know what white people sound like, black people sound like, Latin people sound, mm-hmm. Mexican Maybe people sound like. Maybe we're reading into this. Because now I'm looking at the, wic- the Incredibles just wiki. A well, it just says like in- 
well, yes, in the whole backstory of hers, like she's her species is human and it's Edna and it's a mm-hmm. very generic written character mm-hmm. to an extent, so uh, fashion like, designer. But then it yeah. says inspired by Q from James Bond. Yep. Edna is widely believed to have been based primarily primarily on costume designer Edith Head, mm-hmm. which she is a white woman. Big glasses, very you know, um, yeah, and very, yeah, famous. Vogue editor in chief Anna Winter and actress Linda mm-hmm. Hunt. So mm-hmm. Anna Winter is a white woman as well, and mm-hmm. Linda Hunt is a white woman as well. Who yeah, pretty much. So that's Edna. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Linda Hunt. That's a great, and she's a great actor. We're definitely. We are, but we then, are. but then it, 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 you know, it begs the question: Why are people? And it's not just us. I've seen this online. Yeah, people online. are yeah, discussing you're not just this. Saying this. Why do people read into it too much? It's because something somewhere about this character in some way. It's just like there was a Superman cartoon in the '90s, Superman the animated series. Lex Luthor was the same skin tone as Superman, but he was drawn with like pronounced lips. So people were like, is he black? Like people mm. thought that, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, why did people think he was black? And I think you could just trace it to, well, because he had like drawn pronounced lips. Yes. And that's something that it's like not obviously every black person, but a lot of black people have lips that might be more pronounced. So so it's like, what is it about Edna? And it just goes back to the conversation. Like if a character doesn't have an accent, who is sort of like is who are we okay with like voicing that character because it's not a thing that you see it's just about the voice right mm-hmm. and it's like people who are non-white who live in the United States so we're just talking about you know Avatar the Last Airbender then yeah because that's just a bunch of interesting one too yeah it wrote really diverse white voice. actors playing yes like Asian a very diverse cast inspired peoples yeah. but then you've also got like um uh uh. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, uh, Bosco. Um, God, what's his first name? Who plays Zuko? Dante Bosco. Oh, yeah. Who, from Hook. Yes. And, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and his niece is not going to be in the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, shit. She's playing Cassandra Cain. Damn. Him, which is pretty cool. Uh, Ella Basco, I think is her name. But yeah, it's like you have characters that are voiced by these great kid actors, but they're like influenced and inspired by... Inuit tribes and Inuit yeah. cultures and Asian and Chinese and so 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 it's just these like I think they're just basically ongoing conversations that people have. Mm-hmm. Again, I I think in the case of Incredibles, I think it's fine, but it is true that up to this point in Pixar's history, there is a noticeable like lack of human people that aren't white characters right. in the sort of Pixar world, and that's because look, Nemo is mostly fish. And if there's going to be white people there, they're going to be Australian. Or if there's going to be human characters, I should say, they're Australian and they're this and they're this and they're this. But Andy from Toy Story could have been black. You know what I mean? Like like any humans that we see. In and that's, I think... Boo could have been... And people are saying Boo is maybe Asian or, or Latin or something. I saw something or about it on... But overarching Twitter. in general, yeah. like the, the, the macro umbrella of this whole thing is representation in the industry and just right. the access to being an animator or a story writer mm-hmm. or a character designer. A voice Pixar actor. is predominantly white. Right. So yeah. Sanjay's super team, a very good example mm-hmm. of them just having more voice incorporated mm-hmm. into, their, into their company. Um, and so that's amazing. Seen, but yeah, you, I guess it's more of a... The shorts, the Pixar Spark shorts? I just watched mm-hmm. Loop. Ooh, I haven't it, seen that one yet. It's it's real. Yeah. Like, it's, it's... It's about a girl who is autistic? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And there was... um, 
I mean, we all, everybody saw Bao, which mm-hmm. I think was attached to Incredibles 2 in 2018 mm-hmm. as the Pixar short, which is a very like authentically Chinese American yeah. story. Um, and there's an, uh, there's some other great Pixar shorts uh, where, uh, man, there was one that hit me real hard with the kid, oh, the, the, the dad. dad and the son float. Yeah. And originally that animator who was like the lead on that designed the characters as white. And somebody at Pixar had to go like, hey, man, how come? And he had to it, like recognize his own biases, his right. own internalized like, because he was like, well, this is what people want us. Like he had that. Was he a white person? He's American Filipino, Filipino American. Oh. So he had to like, he had to be like, okay, if I'm going to tell the story, which is based on me and my son, like I'm going to tell it as a Filipino American, me and my son. And so yeah. he had to change that. And if you see the, if you go, if you have Disney Plus and you go to Pixar Spark Shorts and you go to Float and then you go to Extras, a five minute behind oh, the really? scenes will like make you cry because it's him talking about why he made a Look short it. about his All son with us. All Extras of Disney Plus that I didn't know about. Yeah. All the special feach. Special feach. Brought to you by Disney Plus. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Pay us Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Pay us some money. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So Incredibles is great. Uh, great conversations to be have uh, had about the characters and its cast and what's what's up what's what's going on. What happened? What happened? <laughs> There's a cat. What, you, what is she picking up? She's doing. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Keep going. <clears throat> Chelsea. <laughs> okay. Three timers club. This is this is the hard part. Have for you? Me. Do you have a, anything ready? No. What are you thinking? T- tell everyone. Set it up for we'll new listeners in twenty. Keller, set it up. What are we about to do? Every episode, <laughs> we ask a guest to choose any movie ever made to go onto a new list of the new five hundred greatest films of all time. Chelsea's previous picks have been Moana, Moana, Moana. and for. For Finding Nemo? Did I put Finding Nemo on again? Uh, I don't remember. What was it? Oh, uh, shit. Let's check. Let's check. Maybe not. No? Let's see. Guys, Maybe not. Memory. Maybe so. Your memory. My memory. You uh, have a lot of people to keep track of. You did put Finding oh, okay. Nemo again. Yeah, good. Okay, good. good. Moana right. and Finding Nemo. Are you going to go for a third animated movie in a row? Oh, my goodness. Could if you want. Could if you, you want. want. It's your streak to break. Oh, my. Is it so weird? I can't even. Okay. Now you my, can't even think okay. of one. Name what a woman. The first thing that came Chelsea, to your name, head. First thing that Chelsea, came name to my one mind woman. Is a, one woman? Just name a woman. Name Abby a woman. Trump. Good work. Good, good work. <laughs> the woman who's walking by in the background. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, What's you're a, just what? doing that Billy Eichner. I'm doing the Billy Eichner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She could not. There's just screaming at a woman. Name a woman. And she's like, <laughs> a woman could I, not I, name I a woman. Yeah. It's like, just say your mother's name. Say yourself. <laughs> when you're on the spot. Say your own when name. When you're on the spot. The it's perfect right. storm. Okay. Yeah. So my, my, I the have thing that came into my head first, this asks. makes no sense. Liza Minnelli. Because I haven't seen the movie yet. Oh my God. Don't say cats. No. Cats going on the list. Don't say Joker. No. Okay. What are you thinking? Can you guess? It's something I've watched a trailer of, and it hasn't come out yet. Uncut gems. Whoa. Ooh, Doolittle. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, hang on. Wonder Woman 1984, mm. Black Widow, Birds of Prey, Ooh, the, Bad Boys for Life. The Promising Young Woman. Oh, no, but that does look good. But, what? Okay, okay, tell me. You can tell me if I can't put a movie on that I haven't seen. You can't put a movie on that but, you haven't seen yet. Okay, Just kidding. Okay. You can do anything. But also, the movie hasn't been released yet, yeah. so I'm going to give it a... It a, might get this canceled. Is, this can't. 
Yeah. The movie? Sometimes movies get canceled. You the know? face that Hector just canceled? made when he said that. Damon Lindelof weird. made a movie. Keller, I listened to that long interview with Mark Bernadin about Watchmen, yeah. an hour and a half. Damon yeah. Lindelof like wrote and produced a movie that was a satire uh, that was called Hunt, The Hunt, Yeah. where it was uh, liberal progressives were hunting down deplorables for sport, like human deplorables who voted for Trump or whatever. Um, but I don't even think that even was actually it. It was more than that. And... Uh, Fox News heard about the synopsis, left out a bunch of stuff of the synopsis, complained about the movie on their 48-hour news cycle. Then the president of the, of the United States complained about the movie, and then the release was canceled. So because and why the, didn't that happen to Bombshell? Because uh, <laughs> Fox, Fox News didn't want to talk about Bombshell. Uh, they didn't want to address it at all. Okay, okay, but apparently okay. Megyn Kelly I don't think this it. will get canceled, though, but I, I won't put it on. But I will, I'm basically buying time because I have no idea what I want Little to put women. on. Little Women. But no. Um, what I would like to, which I haven't seen yet, is In the Heights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want to hype, so hype that up. Wasn't that come out I, like Christmas? I don't remember. I'm not sure. I just, I watched the trailer three times and I cried in the trailer really? three times. It is a beautiful trailer. You need to watch it. Yet. You should watch it. And I've seen the show. You've seen the show, In the Heights? It's a musical. Right. Oh, yeah. seen... No, I haven't. What? So you've that's the it? other thing. I have a rule about musicals. I mean, I went. Oh, you did? We oh. went to go to Solvang, California, where we saw Darren DePaul's wife in a production of In the Heights. How cool. She was amazing. It was amazing. And I saw that before Hamilton. So then when I went and saw Hamilton oh, from the nosebleed seats, I was like, this isn't as good as In the Heights. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. You didn't tell crazy. us that. Because I'm an asshole. Sorry. I mean... You know what I, else? I have a rule where I don't Hansen. You know what else is bad? Dear Evan, Dear Evan Hansen. Hansen. Don't ever watch it. Don't ever watch Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Fuck that musical. Fuck that musical. Fuck that musical. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that, that's some Joker bad is the Dear Evan Hansen of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. That's pretty. That's yep. pretty. Where they both just don't get mental illness and at all. And just pat each other. themselves on the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're just oh. going for mm-hmm. the pat on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to put in the heights on there, but but I can't. You what, can't. Me I can't. What's your rule for musicals? Oh, though? I can't. I well, I, can't. I don't listen to the music. Same. Before I've seen the musical, Same. but I broke that for Hamilton. How can you not? It was permeating the entire world. I and believe. I also everybody thought for a very long time I would Hector. never be able to afford to see it. For sure. So no, I was like, no, I'm never gonna see this. I need to listen to it. Ninety nine point ninety nine nine point nine 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 percent of people ever born will never see that show. Yeah. Because, okay. because wow, ninety nine percent of people ever born are already dead, and just, it's just just kidding. No, it'll be probably, public access soon enough. Yeah, there'll be a movie eventually. Yeah, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, they'll so. get Tom Hooper to cast to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, guys! I'm gonna drag this on, and you're gonna have to tweet about what mine is because Here. I can't. You have. We're to. gonna help you. We're gonna help you. Okay. I'm gonna read some of the movies that our previous guest just picked, and there's some good picks on here I to know. give you some ideas. Yeah. Get the juices flowing. Okay. Emma Fife just picked Jojo Rabbit, last yeah. one of last year. Perfect movie of last Ash year. Ash Crossan, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Joelle Monique, Eve's Bayou. Adam mm. Lavick, Peanut Butter Falcon. Jody Hauser, Dark City. Mark Dave Christensen, Adaptation, with a period at the end. <laughs> Sasha Pearl Raver, Booksmart. Oh, okay. Jesse Malton, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. I still need to watch that. Dustin Butler, Attack the Block. Michelle Buckman, Punch Drunk Love. Jamie Loftus, Doubt. Clark Wolf, The Conjuring, Chelsea Pine, Finding Nemo. Tell us about your favorite movies of all time. And again, you can always go to even the one we watched tonight if you think it deserves to exist on the list. But tell us about just your favorite mm-hmm. movies. It's one of those things. I'm block. I'm blanking. You're blanking. I'm- mm-hmm. Uh, we know you love Nemo. Charlotte's Web. 
Charlotte's Web. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, I was just mentioning because there's pigs in it, and I love pigs. Wilbur, you love babe. Babe, you love babe, babe pig in, in the city. city. <laughs> you love uh, who are their famous pigs? Wild hogs with Tim. Wild Allen. hogs with Tim <laughs> Allen and John Travolta and William mm-hmm. H Macy. You love Animal Farm. An Animal Farm. You love Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. You love mm-hmm. communism. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, <laughs> does Stuart Little have a pig? No. It probably at one love point. Stuart Little. Stuart Little's good. Yeah, Stuart mice are good. cool too, mm-hmm. especially I when mean, they can drive tiny I'm cars. Also, I always wanted, I wanted to be a to mouse who could drive a tiny car. Break, go ahead, break, break it. it. Go to live but, action. Right, but uh, I don't know what. What? So Spider Verse is already on here. Spider Verse is already on there. What were some of the top films we watched that came out last year? Uh, Parasite. Last year? Yeah. I you haven't, haven't finished, finished Parasite. Um, oh, oh, oh. I know which movie you love. What? Willem Dafoe. The Lighthouse? Snow Dogs. <laughs> Togo? A, <laughs> Togo? Togo was fun. Did you. Uh, Togo's great. Tug Are both great. Paddingtons that, on there? Honestly, yeah. It does look better than Call of the Wild. Oh, Paddington. Are both Paddingtons Wait. on there? Oh I my think God. they might be. Dude, I don't think I so. I don't know if both are. I know one of Caitlin them. Caitlin put Paddington least. on? Let me ch- I'm going to check the easiest way possible. Pause. Go like this. The go like this. Just Paddington 2, not Paddington oh. 1. Wow. I mean, Guys, this yeah. is so much pressure, and I'm really. No, it's not. No, you're going to come back every year and just yeah, pick whatever you want. You get to be on seven more times after this time. Yeah. Yeah. Think about this in the, in the <laughs> grand terms of eternity. And we're going to do something that we've never done before. Allow you to pick a movie Only that because hasn't ever been made. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> it's never been made. I'm going to pick Pokemon the movie <laughs> that I directed. The one that Hector pitched to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Keller and I are going to do this. And we'll we'll do this thing that uh, will allow this rule to happen. And only because we love you. And yes. we're not going to do this for any other person. Mm-hmm. But whatever movie you put. And we know you can track it down for it. Whatever movie you've put tonight, you can change it later. Okay. True. If okay. you want, you get if one you mulligan, want. but also yeah. you kind of don't though. You kind of don't though because we are gonna make a I big mean, deal about it on the but podcast. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You'll get it, but we will like, make a big deal about it. You'll pick a movie, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about it right this now. Is fun to play with. Yeah, we'll pick. I know, right? I was doing that okay. too. Okay. With with the, we got some new coasters. Oh. You got a movie? I want to. Well, I want to chew on it really bad. Is that bad? It's I know it is bad, but it's almost like a child chewing this. What is this? A tiddlywink? Yeah, tiddly it's like a tiddlywink. Mm-hmm. You guys know what tiddlywinks are? It's like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, this is how much I love myself, this percentage. Oh my God. It's like 98%. Uh, <laughs> is it Paddington one? It's either Paddington or Princess Diaries, but Princess mm. Diaries, Ooh, I... Like, you can. That's a great pick. Yeah, but it's one of those ones where I'm like, it's not... A greatest film of all time. It, it, Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea. You it want us to read some of the dumbass fucking movies? Trimmers <laughs> is on this fucking yeah. list. It's not about, it might not be. It's not about the quality of the cinematic experience. It it's means a lot to me. It's a good story. Princess Diaries is a very fun, funny. Hey. Coming of age. Julie Andrews. Ooh, Julie fucking Andrews. Anne Hathaway. Put her on the map. An- put Anne Hathaway put her on, on the, the fucking We're map. putting Princess Diaries. Yeah. We're putting Princess Diaries. It belongs to be yeah. on the list. Belongs to be on the list. Belongs it be- belongs but to be on the tell list. Tell us why <laughs> it matters a lot to you. Why it means a lot to you. Um, because I read she the loves books. Rooney. It's based okay. off a book? Yeah. Yeah. It's based, based off, off by, uh, what's her name? Meg. Meg Cabot. Meg Cabot. 
So, again, I wasn't a great reader as a kid, and they're digestible, and they're written like a journal in diary entries, and it's about princesses, but also, like, being normal and weird and an outcast, but... And then it was shot in San Francisco, which was my backyard to me, the closest big city. Cool. And... Yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, the cool, quirky kid who doesn't fit in, who is also a badass, good person, who is and a princess. Is royalty and a yeah. princess. It's great. And yeah. turns out to be a princess the yeah. entire yeah. time. It's a triple threat. Um, a, a really great, I think, like, family movie, a really great, like, Disney, you know, from that era when they were making those live-action movies yeah um that had great heart and it's yeah. like you can't it's julie andrews it's you can't top it. julie mm-hmm. andrews you can't uh, top julie andrews she's and one she of the, the mary poppins should be the... a disney princess <laughs> who who mary, mary poppins? poppins i know except that mary poppins mm-hmm. is kind of this weird omnipotent god thing mm-hmm. where do we just... put her then is she with aslan <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> we put her with she's like with king triton with aslan yeah. king triton uh-huh you got a uh, mm-hmm. zeus, zeus. It's like Zeus, King Triton, Mary Poppins. That's the level she's at. She is. Honestly, she's it's God like level. Andy's mom from Toy Story, mm-hmm. Zeus, mm-hmm. Tri- King Triton, Mary Poppins. Yeah, that's the level she's Mama at. Mama Imelda. Like the oh, like Mama the ocean Imelda. god from yeah, Mama Imelda, <laughs> the ocean god from Moana. Yeah, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Poppins. Her, uh, what's his name? Maui. He counts. He's mm, up there. He's, he's a god. Yeah, but Maui demigod. So he's like oh, Hercules. Demi. Hercules and we don't put him up there with the pops. No, because he's like okay. the pro tag. Okay, who like he's got Fair. something to learn. Fair, but pops is like my boy. <laughs> That's what Mary yeah. Poppins yeah. sounds yeah. like. Yep, spoonful of sugar, my boy. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, do you have any other favorite San Fran movies? Did you ever watch Bedazzled? Did you ever watch Zodiac? Mm. <laughs> Ooh, I, Too scary. I did watch that recently with you. <laughs> it's my favorite San, San Francisco Fran movie. <laughs> Easy. Uh, not a movie, but I grew up watching Streets of San Francisco. What is that? It's a TV. I don't know if it's a seventies TV show. It's it's like Hawaii Five O era. Cool. I would watch Hawaii Five O and Streets of San Francisco back to back. Those are great. You should watch Jackie Chan Adventures. Yeah. Great San Francisco cartoon. Uh, Bedazzled with Brendan Fraser. Little China. It's good. But is that San Francisco or I think it is. I don't think it's New York. Is it's it gotta New York? Be San Francisco. I don't think it's. I think it's San Francisco. I think it's San Francisco. Oh, um, it's a it's a cult cult but, classic. But yes, one. another cult classic is Elizabeth Hurley, Brendan Fraser, Bedazzled. Great oh, San Francisco I need to watch movie. It then. So, so I married an axe murderer. Great San Francisco movie. Great San Francisco. Really yeah, is. good. Uh, yeah. We watched it. I don't remember it. They go, they to, go Alcatraz. to Alcatraz. Alcatraz. We talked about it recently. Full House. Not memorable. Bad San Francisco show. Because oh, it was yeah. shot in L.A. Everywhere oh. you Only look. exteriors were the full house. Everywhere house. you look. Oh, oh I know Angeles. my favorite uh, San Francisco one. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe the best one. The best yeah. one of all time. That's a really good one. That would be after Princess Diaries. Well, I'm glad Princess Diaries is on there now. Yeah. I'm going to get you that Elastigirl book so you can start yeah. reading it if you want. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And also, you know what I started reading today? What? Talking about being weird. And being feeling like you're an outsider, but then finding you have like, you know, you're a good person mm-hmm. is I got a couple comic books um, are that are Superman comic books, but it's Superman fights the Klan, the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, fuck. did I show you that? Did I tell you, you didn't that? Show me. You That's and awesome. it's about a Chinese American family that moves to Metropolis, but it takes place in 1946, a year after World War and II. Superman, ended. You're like, 
and I'm Superman cool with killing people. <laughs> yeah, Superman. Basically, <laughs> Superman fighting the Ku Klux Klan is fucking great. Okay, and it's and it's uh, from this incredible uh, uh, Asian American comic book writer and artist. So it's his take on, and it was actually based on an old radio play where Superman fought the Ku Klux Klan as an old radio drama. So he's kind of we need redoing to bring those it. back. We need to bring those back. We need to bring those back. We'll twenty twenty yeah. will be the year of the radio play. Oh man, that would be cool. That Podcast. would be really cool. But I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> or, let you read it, Chelsea, because it yeah. is it is about not just this little girl f- feeling like an outsider, and then she's dealing with racism, and then mm-hmm. you some of the stuff in it, you're like, oh, this this is incredibly real. But then it's like parallel to Superman, who he doesn't know, but he has like abandoned his Kryptonian heritage. And he starts getting these messages in in Kryptonian from his like birth parents, kind of like a hologram or whatever, that are like, "Why are you only half of who you are? Why are you not being the full you?" Mm. And he's like, "I'm human. Leave me alone. I fit in. People like me." And it's like a parallel to mm. like the immigrant experience of of you know the beginning of the story starts with how to make with, white people understand racism. Superman, <laughs> Superman has to be like, "I feel bad about this." Yeah, um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, so wonderful way to start the year. Keller, what movie are we watching next week? And who's our guest going to be? Next week, we are watching <laughs> 1924's Greed. What is that movie, dude? Uh, it is a silent film. <laughs> we had to decide if we were going to watch the seven hour cut of the silent film. Nope. Or the two hour and 20 minute cut of the silent film. Yep. Or the four hour cut of the silent film. It's, Thus far, we only have the four-hour cut. We And I found... Here's the thing. If you're listening right now and you're trying to follow along, this is a silent movie from 1924. Go to archive.gov. Yeah. You can find a two-hour, 20-minute <laughs> version, but you'll have to add your own soundtrack. Because there's no... So we're just going to throw in some fucking explosions yeah. in the sky, <laughs> and we're going to get... <laughs> we're going to do Dark Side of the Moon and see how it lines up. It's going to line up. <coughs> Who's our guest going to be? Just the song Money playing over <laughs> three. Uh, with Amy Vorpal. Amy Vorpal. Yep. Cannot wait for returning, her to come over. Returning champ. Returning champ. Uh, Ben-Hur. I forget. We had her on another movie, didn't we? I think And she's so. going to do Lord of the Rings later. She's we, fine. Yeah. She can, she can suffer <laughs> she all these weird movies. She has like three of those lined up. But people say that Greed is maybe the greatest movie ever made. We're going to find out. We're, I think we're going to watch the hour 40 minute cut. Two Which hour like, twenty minutes. Two, it's two hour twenty on yeah. the on the archive, because mm-hmm. <sighs> that was technically the theatrical release, and there's this big history and yeah, controversy yeah, yeah, yeah. behind it. But we're gonna try we're to go gonna with the theatrical cut. We're gonna talk about it in the episode. Quit we'll giving it all. But away. I'm saying is, it's like not streaming anywhere. Yeah, archive.gov. Go find or it, or buy the four hour cut on iTunes. On iTunes, and we will be back in one week with Amy Vorpal. Yep. Huge thanks to our first guest of the year, first yes. guest of the decade, <laughs> first guest of year three. Chelsea Pine First with the Incredibles. With my fiance. <gasps> oh my God. Damn, that ring is so big. <laughs> Next year we're on this podcast, yeah. you'll be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you'll be my wife. Oh. Yes, we'll be sister wives. <laughs> you guys are the best all right guys go watch greed and we'll be back next week and then go watch incredibles and then incredibles 2 yeah and then into the spider-verse yeah exactly <laughs> and they are on disney plus disney plus netflix okay bye everybody bye, bye.